So here we are. We are at another episode of Talking the Walk. And uh, if you'll notice that this is not Bob Dignan, your normal host for your podcast. Uh, Bob is very busy out uh, uh, slaying dragons and tilting the windmills and doing what Bob does. And so... I believe it's his anniversary, is it not? Oh, that is right. He is taking his wife out to dinner tonight. So it's good that he's not here. I appreciate that. But you know what? On his anniversary, Mm -hmm. Bob came in, set everything up, and got it running so that we would be able to have our podcast. Oh, God. That's too awesome. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's, he's a good guy. And uh, so amen. And uh, he'll probably edit this later and and, uh, take all of this stuff about him out because (laughs) he's so humble. Yeah, he has the power to do that. But we are here. Here tonight uh, with with Josh, uh, our campus minister, Joshua Lutz, our hey. campus minister here for the Champagne Church, and uh, he's kind of the uh, what do you call you? You're, you're the boss, the supervisor, the power. I guess so. Yeah. That be to our for our two summer interns yeah. and our campus interns, uh, Jalen and yeah. Jalen right there, and Miss yeah. Danny right over there, and uh, they're here for the Champagne Church for four weeks. I guess we're in week three now. That's true. Yeah, oh, we are we in the middle of the week? Yeah, it's already oh, about to wrap up. So, what I'm going to do is kind of kick it over to Josh right now. Let him explain how you got here and everything like that, and we'll see where we go. Cool. cool. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, Jalen and Danny are here with us after having completed the ministry and training program, and so uh, in the Midwest uh, of the ICOC, the International Churches, uh, we have this opportunity to. Uh, send campus students that have some interest in ministry and in training uh, to to be more effective in their campus ministries uh, to come and just do an intensive three-week program where they have a lot of teachers from around the Midwest, a lot of church leaders come in Mm -hmm. and provide uh, some training, some teaching. Uh, And then after that, uh, well, really even during that, you guys have a lot of chances to practically put uh, what you're learning uh, into practice, and so. Yeah, that, how, how many people are in this ministry and training thing? What is that? It was like twenty three. Yeah, twenty two or twenty three. Okay. Right. 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 So uh, there's actually two, two programs yeah, that yeah, run yeah. concurrently. So there's uh, one every year that happens in the Southland Ministry Center of Chicago Church. That's headed up by Chris Zillman. Uh and then over in Columbia, Missouri, you've got Vince Hawkins, and he runs another group as well. So. Yeah. Uh, I believe, yeah, it was about, uh, you said 22, 23? Yeah. In yours? Uh, and there was another 18 or 20 yeah, uh, nice. over in Columbia as well. So, Cool. So you guys were Chicago, evidently, they were there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, all right, all right. So uh, my wife, Michelle, and I were able to, uh, we were able to go and visit both of the programs. And of all those students that were, uh, you know, applicants to, to come and do an internship with us for a month, uh, Jalen and Danny rose to the top the of the cream pile. of the crop, right. as it were. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So Never. the day that we were there, uh, it was cool. Uh, we we were able to hear their um, uh, kind of you guys' like conversion story. And so yeah. uh, they were both able to share that in just three to four minutes. Uh, but those stories stuck with me and Michelle. And we thought, well, hey, it'd be cool to have them come on over to Champagne. So. Hmm. And here they are. And here they are. Here we are. Amen. Beautiful. Yeah, and that's cool. I mean, the Champagne Church wanted to bring you guys in. I think you're staying with a couple of people, uh, home, family homes. Yep. yep. It's great. And uh, they feed you and put you up. And yes, they do. They do awesome. everything for me. <laughs> wow. Do your laundry and everything. No, but I do feel like one of their kids, though. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> And uh, it's kind of cool because Champagne had the opportunity to also, we sent some of our own to these programs as well. So 
uh, Derek Schneider, who's a campus student here, he was able to be with these guys yep. as well during the Chicago program. Derek. Uh, so that's kind of cool. You guys were able to build a relationship with him and yeah. then now come back. And mm-hmm. uh, just a couple hours ago, Jalen and I were sitting down uh, doing a Bible study with Derek and a uh, student that we met on campus. Cool. Yeah. And the fact is, is we get Derek for free because he came back here. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, it's kind of like three interns. Just Yeah, just, exactly. Derek is. is a freebie. Exactly. <laughs> My favorite kind. And we also had uh, Alec Garcia. He's also one of our own. He went over to the Columbia Group. And, uh, right. He's actually still there. So the program ended, and uh, he found yeah. a way to weasel himself some more time uh, <laughs> wow, over okay. in Columbia. So he's, but he is coming back. He is coming back. Right. Yeah, he's coming, he's he's coming back. So uh, right around uh, our REACH conference, uh, you know, here in July, when that's over, he'll, he'll come back. Cool. Over. Yeah. Nice. So, so why, I mean, MIT, what do you got to do to go to this thing? I mean, is it just like anybody wants to go, gets to go, or what? I mean, how do you get into this gig? MIT, we never said that ministry and training is MIT. Not, yeah, we probably should clarify, right? Not sure. the Massachusetts <laughs> Institute of Technology. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, hey, fun fact. How okay. many, uh, what would you guess is the percentage of uh, the acceptance rate over at uh, MIT? Uh, I think 43.7, I was thinking. It could have been just a rumor. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I went and looked it up just oh. for this fun fact. Uh, okay. But only 8%. Yep. Eight percent. People who Wait, apply what? to go, only 8% get chosen to actually attend. That's right, yeah. So what we have sitting at this table is of that 8%, and then they... Were chosen to come here. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the. This <laughs> is, wow. I mean, you get. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. the crop. Uh, what? It really no. just felt like I just put in an application and that was it. Like that's well, all it felt like. Uh, well, either way, uh, uh, we're excited to have you guys here. Um, no. uh, well, for me, uh, putting in the application. Uh, I realized that, I mean, this is my second year applying. I couldn't go in the first year. Uh, not that I wasn't accepted. I was accepted, but I did not have the funds. And uh, that was mainly uh, my responsibility, uh, wanting to go. I didn't save money, so uh, I was down yeah. about that. But uh, uh, I had the opportunity to apply again. And uh, I, I realized that I had to be somewhat... Uh, of a spiritual influence and in, in, in things like that in the ministry uh, in Chicago. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely kept that as a priority to making sure that I was on top of my game spiritually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really wasn't me. I think God just really opened up some doors for me. And, and, and you know, uh, Maurice uh, being my connect, uh, he, he referred me to Chris. And so, I mean, I don't know how that process works in the inside, but from the outside, I, I knew I had some things I had to be on top of to go I couldn't just get accepted mm-hmm. I, I heard of plenty of stories where people like you know I want to go but didn't so I really feel I feel blessed that I was able to go right. well I think I think it's I mean MIT is not for someone like this is what's going to help me become spiritual mm-hmm. this is going to save me from a spiritual slump or, or something else I mean you need to kind of have a certain level of mature spiritual maturity experience and everything, and, it's, and then it's kind of designed to take you that next yeah. step. But it's not a, you know, a summer boot camp to kind of get us into shape type of a right. approach. Yeah. Is that is that correct? Or yeah, that's correct. That, yeah, it's more. Yeah, you. It was for me the way I looked at it was, uh, it wasn't a boot camp, but uh, the 
I I don't want to put it this way, but the best of the best. Wow. <laughs> I'm, and I'm not putting myself in there. Oh, but yes, they, you that, did. That was Chris Zillman. Chris, right Chris Zillman accepted me. So <laughs> I'm not putting myself Chris, out there. Okay. But no, from what I realized is that it's really for the people who uh, want to make an impact in their ministry. And they, they really want to uh, just be sure. a better a better disciple. But, I mean, with that extra initiative, you want to be able to mature at a at a... I guess next level rate. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, so what, you just fill out an application or whatever. That's what you did, right? Yeah. Um, so there had been like quite a few people in Lansing who had also attended that's, MIT. That's Michigan. Years. Yes. Lansing, Michigan. Lansing, right. Michigan. Um, it's for our geographically challenged listeners <laughs> there who did not understand that. Land of the Mitten. Um, well. So just from hearing about their own experiences and how it's really helped them uh, be more appreciative of leadership and uh, also actually to grow in their own relationships with God. That uh, That's what encouraged me to want to apply. Mm-hmm. I remember last year, I, I just didn't want to do it at all. I was like, nah, this isn't for me. It's, okay. it's for people who, you know, want to uh, be able to lead more. But this year I felt like, you know, I needed to step up and, you know, take more initiative in my ministry. So I decided to apply. I prayed a lot because <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to be accepted or not. Um, and it was more like a trust in God type of deal. Uh-huh. Um, now, were you guys like leading Bible talks and stuff in your ministries before? No, we don't really have Bible talks. In you Lansing. don't have. Okay, well, okay. Were you? What were you doing then? As far as stepping up anyway? Uh, in just, Lansing? just, just uh, being able to help out with anything really okay. with um, our campus True. minister. Uh, if she needed me to pick up girls for church, then I would do so. If uh, she needed me to lead a Bible study, I would do so. Nice. Uh, just yeah. whatever I was needed to do. That's cool. Nice. That's cool. I mean, because that's always a big deal. Yeah. I'll do whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. That's the hard. I was leading a Bible talk in right. Chicago. So you have Bible talks. In yeah. Chicago. Y'all are very spiritual in that oh. way. Okay. <laughs> and, um, well, best of the most best. Talk about the Bible. Yeah. Talk about the Bible. But yeah, yeah, we have Bible talks. Cool. Cool. So why don't you guys uh, describe um, for us kind of the environment of the program? What happens on the day-to-day? Uh, yeah, somebody says, I want to go to MIT. What, what happens? Yeah, I mean. Don't. They better be kidding. prepared. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Be um, prepared to be broken yeah. on the first day. Wow. That, that's kind of like boot camp, right? I must break you. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, well, yeah and no. It's, I, I would say don't go in with any expectations. Just go in wanting to grow. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that's what helped me. Uh, but I went in and like Danny said, we were broken. But well, what does that mean? I mean, we, yeah. It was more of like Chris, Chris uh, made it very clear what we should expect over the next three weeks. Uh, and though it will be uh, very, it would be tough for us and it would be taxing spiritually mentally things like that like we will be drained it was very encouraging at the same time though uh we realized that the light at at the end of that tunnel uh that that we will walk away with some things to to take back to the ministry Mm -hmm. and things like that so i think similar to okay okay so he's he's laying it out for me. I'm just trying because I've never been to an MIT type yeah. thing. You know, you have you been to an MIT? Uh, Josh, I have. One yeah. of the Josh. originals. Oh, you were like <laughs> prototype yeah. MIT. You know, Michelle and I did the program um, before having split it into two programs where they have the two running at the same time. Okay. We just do one location or the other. So 
2010, we were in Columbia. 2011, we were in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. All right. So great. So all of you, I'm the only one here. So pretend I, you don't have to pretend I don't know what I'm talking about because I don't. <laughs> um, but, but, but okay. So you show up and they, in the first day, they just got to make sure what you're humble. You're, you're, you don't think you're the best of the best. You're ready to learn. You're ready to kind of what is that? What is that what you mean by broken? Yeah, I don't I know. I, I think, I think there's a sense of being so like, I think, there's a sense of you, you you got there and you're like, man, like I'm around all these leaders, you know what I'm saying? And you kind of feel like you feel a lot of things. I know part of what some things that I felt, I felt insecure. I'm like, man, I don't I don't deserve to be here in this room. Yeah. Uh, I felt yeah. nervous. I felt scared. I was anxious. Uh, but then, I, you know, I really had to uh, just take for I had to understand that, you know, God put me here. Like it wasn't just something just happened and I was accepted in MIT like this was a door open okay. a lot of people pulled some strings and I, I feel really grateful but uh, it wasn't necessarily like a broken like we were just immediately humbled it was yeah. just I think naturally that's what happened oh, yeah. okay. around, a, around a lot of leaders and you're, you're sitting at the foot at the feet of Chris Zillman and a lot of the some of the best teachers yes. in our in our in our uh, churches and so you know just being there uh, around those people you, you know it is right, very right. humbling to be in that position. Mm -hmm. but. Cool, cool. Yeah. So. I remember for myself, um, it was a humbling experience because they were talking about so many things that I hadn't even thought of um, being a disciple. Like Bible talks, I didn't really know too much about them. And then here, I'm, here I am listening like this is a, um, a very vital part of uh, being in the campus ministry. And I'm mm -hmm. just thinking like I don't. I don't deserve to be here. I feel inadequate next mm, to all sure. of these other students. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And also like uh, just immature in a way. Like I was, I was actually, I'm young spiritually. I'm only okay. two years old. There, although there were a couple other people who are younger than that. Um, but even just like comparing myself to them, like they just seemed so much more spiritual and just like ready to serve. So it was, a, it was very humbling to be around so many amazing um Potential yeah. leaders, or, yeah. like, and just thinking, God put me here as well. Right, um, right. So He must have a reason for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in a way, uh, very quickly you find out, uh, wow, there's a lot that I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a yeah. lot that I need to grow in. Yeah. Uh, right, and so that's probably a motivating factor to say, no, oh, let me learn as much as I can. I guess while I'm sure, here. sure, soak yeah. it up. Yeah, and and the truth is, is for 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 both of you, you you wouldn't be there if somebody didn't believe in you. Mm -hmm. Now, that maybe they see something in you you don't see in yourself, right, and that, yeah. that's possible. But somebody sees something in you yeah. that they say, you know, this person could really take this seriously and grow. And, yeah. uh, mm. and that's encouraging. But what did you mean by, Jalen, you said something like, okay, it's going to be taxing. It's going to, you know, emotionally and everything. What does that mean? I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. How does that work? What so, happens? Uh, so I guess I could, the best way for me to do it is to break down. Like every day was uh, consistent. Every, we did the okay. same thing every day. What'd you do then? Yeah, Start it off. So you walked in the room. What happens? We walk in. We have to before be before nine a.m. Yeah, before nine. Oh, what happens if you if it's after nine a.m.? Do you? you well, Chris, thank out. God did it didn't just, happen. You better bring donuts for everyone. Something. <laughs> thank God it did not happen. But Chris made it very clear. You just don't want to do that. So you know, yeah. we, we obeyed. Every, everyone followed suit. Okay, that. so we, you never found out. Okay. Never found right. out. But uh, so we had to be in our chairs at nine a.m. And at the start, uh, Chris, will, he'll open up in, a, I think, a brief prayer. And then he'll say, all right, he'll call on a name. Now, Chris is famous for brief prayers. Very brief way. prayers. Very it's just amazing. Brief. Yeah. It's very amazing. It's really it's amazing. Thank you for, very food, for fellowship. Amen. 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 That's it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> Ladies go. Sometimes <laughs> it's just thank you. Amen. Amen. And yeah, sometimes okay. that's all you need, some gratitude. Yeah. But uh, so we so he'll call on a name, and he told us ahead of time uh, via email. He told us to to pocket a five minute devotional, mm-hmm. uh, and everyone needs to have it to be prepared because we didn't know who he was. You don't call know. Him. We no. don't know. Okay. So it's all at random. Of course, that's what he said, but I think he picked. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. whoever uh, looked at the least right. prepared. I never right. looked him in the eye. I, I always never tried did. to look very prepared yep. when he went in. You're going, ooh, pick me, pick me, just so he wouldn't. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it, was a, it was a strategy to it. But he, he'll call on a person and he'll say, hey, uh, Danny, come do a devotional. And she'll be, have to be ready at that moment. Come on, Danny. To go, to go up and do her devotional. So, so did that happen one day? Did I think not, not did, for me. Yeah, you I didn't, didn't do one know. either. You did? I, we, didn't, we both didn't do I one. I got to talk to Chris. I had it ready, too. I was ready. I had mine ready, too. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I was, was going to ask you, what did you do? But you didn't do it, so it doesn't matter. Well, now I know what the plan is for now, Friday's, <laughs> Friday's <laughs> devotional. Be ready. to Have it in I'm your pocket. Ready. I had a plan, but right. Jalen Daniel. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but no, so that's what will happen. He will call up someone for the devotional. Then afterwards, uh, he would uh, uh, introduce the speaker of the day. Sometimes it was him. And so we would have a, a class. Mm-hmm. Maybe an hour to two hour. He'll break it up however he felt needed. But he would break the classes up. Uh, according to what you know, what they were talking about the lesson plan, mm-hmm. and so it was a, it was so much that I've never even thought to to even look into even the scriptures that I've read yeah. plenty of times, and just to hear the different speakers break mm-hmm. it down. Uh, it, it, that that part was itself was just very taxing. Cause I'm like, sure. I never have done that before, and, right. and so it was really it was all new to me, uh, new to a lot of us actually. But uh, so you know, we'll have the class. And then, did you uh, do the two minute drills? Do you say oh, the two yeah. minute drills. Yeah, you want to explain that? What is explain a two minute that? drill? So, for the two minute drills, um, during the first couple of weeks, we had to, um, we were each told to come up with like maybe one or two personas, uh, just mm. people that maybe we've encountered before or just something made up where we had to take on that persona. And then, five uh, other people would have to pretend to reach out to this persona that we um, had okay. in mind. Uh, some of them were very like open people, and then some of them were definitely not <laughs> so you, into you, God. <laughs> you come up with a character, yeah. and then you role play that situation yes. okay. to and try you, and evangelize, share your faith with that. Individual. You had two minutes to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goal, he said, was not to necessarily um, invite them out to church right away. It was more like have a conversation with this person. Uh, try to get them to open up to you, to be Trust more... Them. Uh, yeah, to trust you more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then did the, after you do this exercise, did the group kind of critique it yep. And, yep. and talk Good about and it and stuff? Cool. Yeah. cool. I think we went through like two or three personas. A yeah, we day. went through two or three personas. Like if you were to cold contact evangelize with someone, or uh, towards the last week, I think we had one where we would have to disciple someone. Yep. Yeah. Someone so we had two minutes to disciple someone. So did you did you come up with a persona? Thing? I did. And what was what was yours? Uh, it was actually my friend. Uh, so you, you had a person in mind. <laughs> you don't need to say their name. Uh, no, no. Well, well okay. Uh, it, it's a girl that um, I'm actually studying the Bible with. Well, I would be if I was at home. But, um, right, well, okay. <laughs> uh, um, it was from last year. Yeah, so you I just, just kind just of adopted tried... her personality. Yeah, and... yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd gotten to know her yeah. in the past year, so I felt like I was... Um, Equipped to be able to take on that persona. Yeah, yeah, no, and obviously well. you had reached out to her successfully. So, right. yeah, yeah. Actually, I wasn't the one who reached out to her. I was just the one oh. who studied the Bible with her. Wow. Well, hey, it takes a village. 
Yes, right. Yeah. Wow, yeah I just quoted Hillary right there. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and what about you? Did you have a persona? I did. I had the uh, the typical. Well, it wasn't a typical jock, but it was a jock. I was on campus just throwing the ball around. Yeah. And, you know, I was a, I was an open guy, but I thought I knew it all, and I was that guy. Right, so that was pretty hard for you to pull off. Or well, where, where was so, your inspiration for this? Because when I first uh, was reached out to, I was kind of that way, but I was I was a little more humble though. I wasn't you know this arrogant uh, guy, uh, but I was very into sports. If and, I talked to the person who reached out to you, would they have that same assessment, or would they? <laughs> uh, you could talk to Eric Roberson. Yeah, I doubt okay, that right. he would. But amen. <laughs> hey yeah. So what would you say was like one of the most challenging uh, things that happened, or, or did we want to go through the rest of the schedule of the day? Oh yeah. Right. Are we at lunch yet? Have we, have we had so lunch? So lunch yet? was epic. Oh uh, my goodness! For the guys, lunches. at least. So we were all, you know, we would eat lunch, but we were the guys. Chris made it very clear: eat quick because we're hitting the field. We would play soccer every day. Wow. And I loved it. And so you would you would part of the day fill up on a big lunch that a you wolfed lunch. down, and mm-hmm. then you go play soccer. I learned very quick that is not a good idea. Exactly, <laughs> a great opportunity for prayer. Yes, <laughs> and trusting in God. That yeah, biological happened. feedback. If you're <laughs> it was bad, but yeah. So we would play soccer, and we were. I think we played maybe forty five to an hour every day. And that's in like the 90 yeah. degree hot sun. And then did you go shower before you came back to class? No. Oh, Lord have mercy. So the sisters, oh, they yeah, smelled that was us. terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially in the days I was in between two brothers. Yeah. Oh, you're going, sweet <laughs> Jesus, get me out of here. Right. Okay. Sometimes the sisters played, though. Sometimes oh, yeah. they played. I, but I did not feel the compulsion to play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, so that was a big, that was probably my, one of my favorite parts of MIT was right. soccer. Uh, but what afterwards, after the classes and mm-hmm. stuff, we would go. You want to share about that? Uh, it would be a continuation of um, the the maybe the same speaker or a different speaker, just an, another another lesson for the day. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of anything yeah. else that happened afterwards. We would have to. So we had an evangelism goal, right? Uh, oh, every yeah. day. And so for the first week, it was fifteen. Oh, 15 people a day. 15 people a Talk day. Talk to 15 people a day. And so, yeah. yeah. And, and that was... So you were broken up into groups. Mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. So that was each individual reaches out to 15 per yeah. people. Okay. And so although, there were five groups uh, of five did, people. He did say, like, if you, two people reach out to the same person in equal amounts of speaking to reach out to this person, then we could both count okay. that yeah. one yeah. towards us. Then There's more. Yeah. He, he, loopholes. Yeah. He, he said it's, it's up to your conscience. Yeah. So oh. I think it was a test. Don't leave it up to my conscience. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I said. I was like, let me play like, safe. I feel good about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jesus loves me. Amen. Yes. Saved by grace. Yeah. So you're reaching out. Reaching you would out. have to do that at night or whatever after class, whenever, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you found time. Or he gave you the option that if you couldn't hit your goal, you can go the morning before our classes started. So right. There was right. A 24, yeah. There was a 24-hour Walmart down the street, so that was good. You know, you can go there right before. Right. I never did that. But no, no. I made sure right. I got mine. But yeah, we yeah. we would do that but way 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 back in the day. We would have those goals, and you realize, oh, I, I didn't get my goal or whatever, and you'd mm-hmm. hit the twenty four hour convenience store and right reach out to Habib or whoever it was that was working there at the time <laughs> yeah. at two a.m. Yep. or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. He got he got reached out to all the time. He was like, oh yeah, you didn't meet your goal today, right? <laughs> he knew. He knew he all knew. about you. He knew. He knew. It was fun. Yeah, but that was that was cool too because I think more so beyond the goal, it was really just putting ourselves out there and, mm-hmm. and really just sharing our faith with yeah. anyone 
who yeah. can hear, which is what Great. the scriptures say. Anyone who can hear. So there you go. All right. You know, that's that. I think that's that was really uh, key. But it was also very taxing yeah. because it, that number grew over the weeks. So he started with fifteen, and it went over the weekend. It was um, a bit different. We could, I think, it was a, over Saturday and Sunday. We could reach out to twenty people. Um, it didn't like you know you didn't have to do all of them on Saturday. Right, right. Like you could For split the it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the next weekend or the next week it was twenty five people a day. Okay. So it went up ten people. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I noticed like the first week fifteen people it was like a practice like it mm-hmm. took us. I know it took my group like an hour to get to fifteen people. Now I look at that as like I could easily do that in ten minutes. <laughs> so like seconds. it it really worked. <laughs> yeah. I think you've also got to realize how deep is this conversation to really qualify as right. reaching right. out. Right. right. Um, so it was yeah. it was kind of like practice for the next week where it was up um, to twenty five people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we would have those people that you'd walk with. Excuse me, can I? No. Right, right. Do I count that one? Exactly. <laughs> as, long as, I had, as long as I had invited them to church or mentioned something about God, oh, I counted okay. it. Right, we yeah. had some people, I'm not going to mention so names, but we it was some people who they would, they would go to the families because that's where the bigger numbers are. You know, the, the that's the quick yeah. reach out time. But they Is would there count an age limit. They're, they're counting. His, they were counting babies. Oh come they're on! Like, oh, they can hear. Oh my god! No. They can hear. Like, That's all it said. Well, right? Yeah, you know. I, like, I wouldn't on, count kids. No, yeah. Oh, you're so spiritual. Just the adults. Yeah. But then, so the last week, <laughs> the last week there was one day where we had to reach out to a hundred. Oh, yeah, man. and that was that man. That that's where hearts were revealed. Uh huh. And uh, it was it was, uh, amen. You just find a subway station, say. baby, and just yeah. But hundred it was great, people though. in fifteen minutes walk right past. You. Really, Man. yeah, right. And then once we were done with that, we went and we sang at the Bean, and so it was, it yeah. was a little uh, get to together. To you didn't go to the Chrome Bean. My, they didn't want to go to Chicago. They didn't want to go downtown. I did because yeah. we were easily going to get our hundred people, but then right. we just ended up going to the mall that we had reached out to before. Yeah. And got her 100 people in an hour. Okay, well, now, now, now this is all fine and good. That's MIT. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. You're, you're here in Shannon. How has that experience affected you the past three weeks here in Champaign? Mm-hmm. Uh, just to be more comfortable with approaching strangers. Um, I, Looking at myself two years ago, I never would have been able to approach just one person. Probably... Mm-hmm. Maybe to ask him a quick question, like what time is it or anything, but nothing like inviting him out to church. Time to go to church. Right? right. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a good one. I'm going to use it. Yeah, right. You try it out. Let me know how it goes. Okay. Uh, Might as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really haven't used the same amount of skills that I used at MIT here. It's just taxing to go reach out for three to four hours a day, trying to reach as many people as possible. It was mm-hmm. it was right. very taxing. Mm-hmm. Um, at MIT, it, it was like you, you didn't have a certain amount of time you had to go reach out. It was mm-hmm. just, you know, get a certain amount of people. Right. Mm-hmm. So sure. um, really okay. learning how to, like, pace myself more here is what mm-hmm. I've learned here. Okay. And, and what about yeah. you, Jay? Uh, I think – just taking what I learned from MIT and applying it to the ministry and, and you know, the, the humbling things that I learned about myself as well, especially, uh, and, and taking that into account to say, like, hey, how can I just help this ministry in a month? Right. Uh, and I know a big part of what, you know, me and Danny are doing is we're on campus for three to four hours typically. And I, I've realized that I, because I have such a small amount of time, 
I want to reach out to as many people and set up as many studies as I can mm -hmm. because I know that this is what I'm here to do. And mm -hmm. so it, it's really, like Danny says, taxing because it's like you get so many no's. You get people who are just offended that they even approached you. And I'm like, man. I, I know, yeah. If you'd you approached know, them to go to a, a, a beer uh, a party, party or something, exactly. they would have been fine. But you talk about Jesus. And, How dare you? Exactly. And I'm like, man, I'm yeah. trying to give you some life here, bro. Like, you know? <laughs> Come on. And so, you know, it's really it's tough to hear, hear that a lot throughout the day and every day, uh, you know, Monday through Friday. But... I have to, and Josh does a good job. Josh and Michelle, they, you know, we meet with them in the morning yeah, they and do. they give us these quick charges to say, Hey, like this mm -hmm. is when you're going throughout your day, uh, sit back on this and remember this. Mm -hmm. And that's really encouraging because, yeah. uh, it, it keeps, it allows us to persevere through the tough part of the day. And, uh, but it's, it's really helpful to, to, to take what we learned from MIT and to have Josh and Michelle to help us, um, but to help us apply yeah. that as well. So let me ask you a question because I mean, a, I find it interesting that what we were just talking about a moment ago, you know, when it said people are offended yeah. that you mm -hmm. talk to them about God or invite mm -hmm. them to church. Have you ever just asked anybody why? Yeah. I mean, have you ever just said, hey, look, okay, okay, you don't, you don't want to come. Okay, fine, fine. You're off the table, right. invitation retracted, blah, blah, blah. But why does this tick you off? Yeah. yeah. Do you, yeah. do you ask them that? What I do, do people say? I, I actually, what, yeah. How do they respond to that question? Yeah. Did you have something you wanted to share? Oh, I just, I, I guess really quick, I just started doing that. Um, I, yeah. I've noticed like Josh and Jalen as well, just being able to so easily put that in a conversation yeah. and like we see them open up so much more just being able to like share their opinion to be able mm. to just talk about something right. about themselves. Um, and after that, somehow magically they're not um, offended anymore or at mm -hmm. least, you know, they're uh, nicer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I okay. think that when, when you ask somebody why, you really open up the conversation to, to let them share their opinion. So that's something that I've sure. at least been trying to stress. You know, mm -hmm. I, hey, you know, it, it, MIT, yeah, sure, maybe you have to reach out to 100 people in a day. But here, if you talk to 10 people and you mm -hmm. have 10 conversations, 10 good conversations yeah. about yeah. why, then yeah. uh, that can lead to uh, you know, great opportunity. Right. Yeah. So, right. Uh, I, I really tried to stress that, like, hey, mm -hmm. when we talk to people, uh, if they say no, just say, "Hey, I, why not? You know, yeah. uh, why not? Well, what about this uh, upsets you? What, what about right, this yeah. makes you immediately decide that you don't want anything to do with it?" Right. right. So, mm -hmm. yeah. um, or why does it, yeah, immediately take you to an angry place? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Versus just a, I mean, if somebody, if a Muslim came up to me and invited me to a mosque. I wouldn't go, but I wouldn't be mad at him for doing yeah. it. I wouldn't be offended that he right. invited me. I would say. Kind of, well, of course you would. I mean, I kind of expect you to do that, mm -hmm. you know, type of a deal. Right. Right. But some people, yeah, they just immediately go to an angry place. Yeah. So I'm, usually I find it's because they've been hurt. Mm -hmm. They're mad at church in general, God in general. But usually it's because somebody either hurt them or somebody they care about. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's, yeah. yeah. I've met a few a few of those people on campus uh, here. And, you know, pulling out that, well, if you don't mind me asking, why not? You know, and, and that's really... I had a 15-minute uh, conversation with one guy. He was agnostic. He didn't believe. He, it was very hard for him to believe. And he had bad experiences with the church growing up. And mm -hmm. so, you know, similar to what you said, to what you said like just pulling that out and, and, and something deeper there that, that, we, that we're trying yeah. to get to. And so it, it really was helpful. Uh, just all I did was ask, like, hey, well, if you don't mind me asking, why, why are you angry or what is it there? You right. know, we had this nice conversation and, you know, the, and he ended up being open at the yeah. end of that conversation. So mm -hmm. 
it's it's tough to to uh, at first you know to get that type of because you know part of you wants to be offended that they're even offended like i'm just right. approaching you but yeah. you know yeah exactly yeah but it, it, understanding that your purpose is not to you know uh create this this heavy conversation yeah. but to say hey like i just want to help you Right. right. And all of a sudden, then you're not the religious judgmental jerk. Exactly. You're the religious guy, but you're interested in his opinion and yeah. his feelings. Right. And, and uh, you're showing him respect, mm -hmm. him, him or her. Yeah. yeah you know, I, exactly. yeah. him in the generic sense. Mm -hmm. So cool. So, all right. Let I, I me put you on the spot here. Back, at, back to MIT. Yeah. A lot of classes, a lot of teachers, a lot of stuff. Yeah. But if I asked you, what is one thing that you said, man, this blew my head, this just really rocked my world, mm -hmm. uh, what would that be? Wow. There's way so much. I know, but I'm only, you got to <laughs> yeah. narrow it down to one. <laughs> um, one. One thing I could take away is principles. The word principles. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this has been a theme over the past month and a half, maybe almost two months now, of, of just being at MIT, but even here back in Champaign, uh, just talking with Josh a lot. Uh, but Chris really uh, uh, nailed it into us. Hey, principles are key. Chris and Mark, Mark mm -hmm. King. Um, uh, the, we need to get away from this idea of rules and regulations, and that's right. not what it is. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not what mm -hmm. Chris Christianity was meant to be. It was meant to have uh, principles, and sure. we get those from the word. And so it's really, it was really encouraging to see that any anything, um, any I idea that I may have, I can challenge that by going into the Bible, and I will find that answer because the principle is there. Right. right and, and, yeah. and when it comes to discipling, when it comes to, yeah, you name it. You know, the you, specific may not be there, but the principle is right. There. Yeah. yeah, and so that's why you know, and when you are discipling, you know, you give them you give them this idea of the principle that that we share, and you're like, hey, what do you think about that, and what does that look like, and well, how can we fix that, and you know, it, it creates uh, some type of trust mm -hmm. because it's like it's not these rules and regulations, which a lot of people, especially when I'm reaching out, they're like, well, I'm like, why don't you like Christianity or what is it about it? They're like, this is so judgmental, these rules. This, And I actually agree with them because a mm -hmm. lot of Christianity nowadays, it is a lot of rules and regulation. And it's hard for me to be an advocate because, yeah. of, because of that. Uh, but I, I have to let them know, like, hey, like, the, I agree with you. But these principles are, you know, Jesus taught a lot of these things. And, and some of these are countercultural to what you're hearing or what you may be mm -hmm. listening to. And so yeah. principles was really key for me at MIT. Yeah. Rules, in a lot of way, I find are easy because they're they're easily defined, mm -hmm. and you know, am I breaking it or not? Not breaking it. Mm -hmm. For principles, make you think more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people prefer rules. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you and know, they, and they just, can change. Just tell me what I need to do, they and can, I'll do it instead of making me figure it out for myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. What about you, Miss Danny? You, you you're very smart. You got, gave yourself time to think about it. Yeah, That's why yeah. Jalen spoke. So yeah. now you. <laughs> um, Something that I took away from MIT was just to have this intense gratitude towards those in leadership. Um, it was it was amazing to be able to learn everything that we did, everything that we need to know mm. if we do want to go into ministry, whether it's a, a paid job or just being a lay leader among the church. Mm. Um, it's hard. It's mm. very hard work. And it just made me be so grateful towards those who are back home who have helped me along the way to be a better disciple. And um, I just want to be able to do that in return for others to just 
be there for them, to be the leader that is going to spur them towards God more um, mm. and just be grateful and help out those who are in leadership more. Cool. Mm. That That's what I got from it because everything that they were able to teach us um, was very daunting. Uh, just everything <laughs> that we were going to have to go through, the types of people we're going to have to encounter. Mm. Just thinking about it, it's like, I'm not going to be able to do this. Uh, I I can't see myself being able to be such an awesome impact that I've seen others be. But a second thing that I got from MIT is just trusting in God that mm-hmm. he's going to be able to provide for us. Who's He's going to um, give us the words that we need to say. He's going to help us along the way. We're not here just on our own strength. We're on right. God's strength. Mm-hmm. So we asked you to give us one, but if your second one is trusting God, I guess we've got to really you allow put that, that in there. Yeah, somewhere. you got to get that there. We <laughs> That's can't, fair. Yeah, yeah we can't, can't edit that out. Okay, awesome, awesome. Well, I think we're, we're probably going to need to wrap up here uh, on on our time. But what what are your future plans and dreams and desires and goals and fantasies or whatever you want to call it? I mean. If God yeah. said, you know, Danny, what's your opinion about your future? What would you like? Mm-hmm. What would you tell him? Uh, it's up to you. Okay, yeah, he is wise. No, that's really where I'm at. Yes, and he knows that. Right. But <laughs> he's saying, but I want to know your opinion. Do you have any dreams? or? I've never been that person who okay. had, like, when you're a kid, that dream job that you always wanted. I, mm-hmm. I never knew what I wanted to do. And I still don't, actually. Okay. Um Really just and how, how old are you? I'm 22. That's okay. Yeah, 22 yeah. is all right. <laughs> so I, I guess I can rephrase it a little bit. So uh, after having done the ministry and training program, uh, does ministry now seem more of an option yeah. for something uh, that you might want to do in the future? Definitely. It's it's an option now. Before, it's an option at least. It wasn't and before. <laughs> it wasn't before. Okay. It's not necessarily an ambition, but it's at least an option. Mm-hmm. Is that what you, I'm hearing? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how about you, Kevin? Uh... I, I would love to go into the ministry uh, after being at MIT and, and just experiencing that. and uh, I mean, I had thought about it before, um, and that was a growth process because at first I was like, no, mm-hmm. no to ministry. No, 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 no. And, you know, over time, uh, I think just, you know, like I said, God's opened up doors and things like that. And so over the course of the last three and a half years, I've grown to want to uh, just learn and right. I think that's what MIT, that was like an answer prayer for me. Cause I didn't, I didn't never wanted to even imagine going into ministry if I didn't know uh, what to do or if mm-hmm. I didn't even know if I was capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so MIT helped that a lot. And, and this internship was also an answer prayer because I, <laughs> I said, you know, part of my prayer was that if, you know, you know, I go to MIT and I learn the things and, but this summer is really critical as far as my education and, and you know, what I'm studying in school because I had a lot of, you know, thoughts of maybe uh, next semester, you know, changing some things up and, and uh, maybe going into the O-Pros uh, because I, need, I needed to work full time or just mm-hmm. things like that. And so I'm like, God, just, just if you can, I, I really want to go into the ministry. But if it's not, then, you know, make that evident, make that clear. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I told him, like, I want an internship for the summer. And so, you know, I told some of my buddies, like, you know, I wanted one. And so when, when Josh had called me that morning, I was like, wow. And so that's when my <laughs> eyes were even more open. Like, you know, yeah. I, I really, I think this is something that I would love to do. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. Now, now, what about foreign missions? Foreign Ooh. missions. Now we're up in the ante. I actually I signed up for the uh for the MIT uh, application. They had a check a check uh, box 
for an internship, and then they had another one for a mission trip. Right. And I signed off for the mission trip. It didn't say where, though. It just it didn't said say mission where. trips. It, it didn't say where. Keep options open. Check. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they could send me to Korea for all I knew. I didn't know. Yeah, it ain't going to be Korea. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know that right now. <laughs> no, but yeah. yeah. It's going to be somewhere in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. But no, I want to give back to the church that right, gave right. it to me. So, you know, anywhere I can go, anywhere that God led me. Uh, I have an open summer. I'm not I'm not in school. Right. And uh, right. I told my boss, like, you know, my, my desires, my plans, and he was down for it. So I checked it off. You know? Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I, I mean, I know, uh, you know, <clears throat> learning a foreign language would, would put you <laughs> put you at the head of the class, yeah. as it were. Yeah. True. Uh, in uh, European language, by the way, just just putting that plug in. <laughs> Euro missions. Euro missions. Yeah, I guess if you have an open space in your uh, schedule for next semester, <laughs> right? Yeah, German one. I could even learn Spanish in high school, or, uh, so that'll be learning for me. Spanish. Well, we, we do have Spain, and that <sighs> is a form true. of Spanish. Yeah, right. uh, I, I could strive for that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, well, we've been so excited to have you guys here. Uh, it's a dream for us in our campus, and I know they've uh, really benefited uh, a lot, even just in the two and a half weeks that you've been here so far. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to the rest of uh, your time oh, yeah. here as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also for just strengthening our churches across right. uh, the yeah. Midwest. Yeah. I think um, it's such a cool thing uh, for us to be able to connect with the Lansing, Michigan campus ministry and the downtown mm-hmm. Chicago campus ministry, bring mm-hmm. you guys here and uh, you can be an advocate to bring the rest of your ministries here to visit us. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Down That's in Central it's going to happen. So. That's oh, happening. it's on. Okay. It's on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. And also, just for the people, I think, listening to our podcast, you get to, you get a kind of, you know, you hear these things publicly. Oh, MIT this or MIT, but you don't really know. So this is a great glimpse, you know, mm-hmm. for, for a lot of our listeners, you know, what happens there, what really goes on. And to support this ministry for our campus students and mm-hmm. support this opportunity. And I appreciate those who opened up their home to you guys oh, yeah. to come here. Yeah. And yeah. I'm grateful. I, I, honestly, we had many more volunteers than we had actually interns to, you oh, know, wow. we, had, we had, we had other homes available. Well, thank them uh, too. You know, yeah. So that's awesome. Thanks, Mike and Donna. <laughs> <laughs> right. The Moors and the Schneiders. Yeah. There you go. Put yeah. out a shout out and a plug to those guys who yeah. were, uh, who were picked to have you guys stay with them. And so, all right. Well, this is awesome. I appreciate you opening up and sharing a little bit tonight. I know you've got other things going tonight, a prayer thing uh, tonight with the campus ministry, and then you're going to the movies at 10 o'clock or something. Finding Dory. Finding Dory. I didn't even know she was young. Yeah. Well, it is is for you, but I am not young, so I will not be going to the movies at 10 o'clock, but it's good for you guys. So, all right. Thanks a ton. And uh, for everybody else, we're going to try our best to get more... Uh, Talking the Walk episodes out. We we had an episode with uh, Sasha, our one of our missionaries in in Odessa, Ukraine. We, we last time he was in town, but technical difficulties, the whole thing was trashed. Mm. He will be in town though in another two weeks, so we're going to do go. another one with him. So that'll yeah. probably nice. be our next episode coming nice. up uh, with Sasha Sasha Telyetnikov mm. uh, and finding out what's going on in the Ukraine. So until Amen. then, uh, Magic Bob, we missed you tonight hosting. Looking forward to having sure you back. Did. Uh, at our next podcast, and we'll see you next time on Talk in the Walk. There we go.